You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, episode 275. Hi there, my fabulous rock star. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'm your host, Christina Cantors. I help professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more about our training programs at thecmethod.com. Now, today we're exploring how you can thrive and not just survive in the current pandemic situation. Now, on this podcast, we normally focus on communication skills, speaking and leadership. And honestly, the COVID situation is not something I have focused on much. And that's been intentional because I think we're just completely saturated and overwhelmed with that sort of content. However, A big part of the coaching and training I do is focused on mindset. And what I've found in my years of coaching and training is that if you're in a place of fear and anxiety, you know, in the workplace, you're not going to be an effective speaker or leader. And how this relates to the current COVID situation is that you might be experiencing experiencing fear, anxiety, overwhelm, a lot of emotional turmoil, and it's completely normal. Most of us are going through this. I mean, we've been thrown into complete disarray. And so what I wanted to do was bring this mindset focus to an episode around how you can shift the way you think about the current situation to create a more constructive and beneficial experience for yourself. So maybe for you, your work has slowed down or completely stopped and you're feeling anxious or bored, or maybe you're crazy busy at work and you're feeling really overwhelmed with everything, no matter where you're at, in today's episode, we're going to help you to shift the way you think about the situation so that you can create a better experience for yourself. And to help me do this, I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest, Sean Resnick, Now, Sean is a hypnotherapist and a mindset strategist. He has over 17 years as a healthcare provider, and he helps people to transform their lives, whether through overcoming their limiting beliefs and other mindset challenges, or if it's through kicking addictions or weight loss. He also happens to be one of my favorite people in general. He's a good friend of mine, and he did feature in episode 140, if you listen to that one, about how to overcome your anxiety. That's another specialty of his. If you haven't listened to that one, check it out. I'll link that up in the show notes. Now, Sean believes that you can learn to thrive in the current situation and he's here to show you how. So you'll walk away with simple mindset techniques and practical steps you can implement right now to get you going. For all links mentioned in this episode, and there are quite a few, go to thecmethod.com slash 275. And if you haven't yet already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. We release them weekly. Okay, let's meet the lovely Sean Resnick. It's amazing what a pandemic will do, hey? I mean, in terms of really throwing people both emotionally, um, having an impact on people's physical health as well, and no doubt professionally too. So the challenges are pretty huge, and I think we're mm-hmm. definitely seeing it as a as a species on this planet. It's definitely bringing up some interesting challenges, but hey, you know what? We're a resourceful species, so we can certainly uh, see our way through it. 
Yeah, and that's why I'm so glad to have you on the show today because we're going to inspire, well, hopefully inspire and encourage all of you listening to make the most of this current situation. Um, So, Sean, tell me about some of the challenges that you're seeing that that people are facing at the moment. You know what? More so than ever, people are coming in feeling anxious and overwhelmed. I'm seeing a lot of people whose uh, livelihood has either, you know, diminished significantly or just a little bit business owners who are really stressed out people who in some industries are like pumping full on so they're overwhelmed with all the uh, all the uh, pressures and added stresses of work but then people are also coming in feeling bored because you know we can't go out all that much and you know the gyms are closed and people who would use recreational centers are now having to find themselves either finding new ways or just binge eating on the couch and uh, completely giving up right so a lot of people are coming in for emotional stuff at the moment and Sean, tell me why these, like, why does this impact us so much? I know we've talked before about the six human needs. Yeah. And I think, well, I know that whenever we face these sorts of um, mental struggles, like the anxiety and the and the fear, if we can learn to understand why we feel those emotions that can then help us to better manage them. So can you share with us, you know, where do, where does this even come from? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And you're right. If we can understand why something's occurring, it empowers us. And then we generally know how to deal with it, right? And we have discussed the six core human needs. Tony Robbins first talked about it in a seminar I went to ages ago, right? And I'll describe the six core human needs and it'll help your audience understand why this is having such a big impact. So we all have a sense, we all have a need for safety and certainty. Think about this pandemic. If you're a business owner or anyone working, it's completely stripped that from you. Just being a parent even would strip that from you too, worrying about your kids and what this means for them. So as a species, we've literally lost our sense of safety, which is why there's so much anxiety out there. The next need is that of variety, okay? So whilst initially that first lockdown in Melbourne was a bit of a novelty, and for some of us it was like, yay, I get to watch Netflix all day. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of fun for a lot of people, right? Or, ooh, let's bake. Now we can actually start cooking again or weeding Mm. the garden. Now with lockdown number two, it's like, well, we've done all that stuff. Now we just want to be left let out of the cage, all right? So for a lot of people, variety has completely gone out the window, which causes a lot of listlessness and boredom as well. I know that's then, the same. That happened to me. Yeah. Well, that's been happening because I've noticed myself, I'm in this routine of work, eat, sleep, repeat, work, eat, sleep, uh-huh. repeat. And it's yeah. the same every single day. And I go for the same walk around the block. Every single day. And it's just, I'm going to the same supermarket to get my food. I'm getting the same food every time as well. So everything's (laughs) the same. I was chatting to a client online today and we're talking about that exact thing. And he said, apparently on social media now, there's a name for it. It's called like Blur Day. It's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like, it's Blur Day. Because every day (laughs) is blurred into the same day. Our Sundays feel like Mondays now and vice versa, right? So it's led people to feel really quite bored and stagnant, Mm. okay? We also have a very strong need for growth. So if you are someone who's feeling 
feeling like your life's just stagnating and you're watching life go by. Every day becomes another day and the months become several months. It's it's leading people to feel like they're going backwards in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. People who aren't innovating as yet or haven't found a way to. So that's where growth comes into it. It's taking growth away from people. So what do you then, mean? So can you explain yeah. a bit more about what someone could have been doing pre-COVID where they felt that they were growing and then now they feel like they've stagnated or go backwards? Anyone just has to look at their bellies, I suppose. (laughs) 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 It's actually saying the opposite of what you've asked. But for a lot of us, it was like, you know, back before COVID, I was fully into my exercise. I was gymming Mm. every other day and I had a whole regime going. And then that completely got taken away from all of us, okay? So a lot of people aren't getting the same workouts or the same level of intensity of exercise. So there's been a lack of growth in the health and wellness side of their lives, okay? Um, People have seen their businesses half or diminish completely. So they're feeling like, well, you know, the very thing that they worked so hard to build up has completely been decimated. Do the people then have like a feeling of failure? Oh, yeah. Failing somewhat. Yeah, 100%. You know, Mm. because especially if you're a business owner and you're proud and it's like a baby of yours, you know, to see it suffering does take a bit of a beating, you know. So, yeah. And so that's why we have to change our perception of it. I'm not saying this is the right perception to have, okay, but I am saying this is generally what the people out there are expressing, especially when I've spoken to them, you know, and doing consults with them. Even the need we all have for love and connection. I mean, mm. tell me you don't miss um, hugs, right? Oh, I miss hugs. I know. I miss seeing people's faces, like their entire face, right? Mm. You know what I miss? I miss being able to get together with a group of friends and just being able to have a spontaneous side conversation with one of them. Yeah. You know, you just like grab someone and you have a chat in the kitchen and then you go somewhere else and you have a chat. You can't do that on a Zoom call. You, you it can't. Can only, it's like one person talking at a time, you know. I celebrated my birthday recently and um, some of my friends surprised me on a Zoom call. And as beautiful as it was, you know, we were all, it was just one person talking at a time. Then someone would say something and somebody who spoke over them that everyone would stop. The conversation was disjointed. We're all a bit over it, you know. So love and connection on a screen, it's so two-dimensional. We're all missing that three-dimensional love and hugs and laughter and spontaneity and all that sort of thing. Okay. And for those of you who know, for those of you listening who know about the love languages, you know, one of the love languages in terms of how you express and love to receive love is touch, physical touch. Yeah. And if you are lacking, and right now everyone's lacking that that physical touch, you can yeah. literally only touch the people that you live with. Yeah, you if like you live with them. people. <laughs> what happens if you don't live with anyone, you know, then it's yeah. literally just limited to yourself. But that's a whole other sort of um, conversation, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I would <laughs> drag is, it. This lo- I, just dragged, I just dragged this conversation right down. I'm so sorry. It only took me, what, like 10 minutes? That, that's for a different show, Sean. That's my other oh, show. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Too funny. So we've got love and connection. What's the other need? Oh, okay. So significance. We're the most significantly driven species on the planet. We all need to feel um, validated and important and needed. And so significance, if you gain significance from a business that's now failing or from bringing in, um, you know, bringing, being the breadwinner in the, in the relationship, then significance could get stripped back as well. So significance is being impacted too. 
And that's causing a lot of issues for people. So if you think about it already, we've discussed five core needs, right? Mm. They've all been impacted by, uh, by COVID. And then there's the need that we all have for contribution. And that is the point where we reach a stage in life where we realize it's not just about us. It's about making an impact on our community and leaving a legacy. I'm not entirely sure COVID's actually impacted um, contribution in a negative way. I, I actually think it's improved our uh, connection in many ways you know contribution because we're seeing people doing wonderful things for each other like you just saw what I experienced just before this you know this chat Um, someone brought me a beautiful gift that um, somebody delivered contactless of course and it was just their way of saying happy birthday so she contributed in a beautiful way to my birthday just by doing something special so that's the the need for contribution to others Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that has been one good thing to see. And I mean, even like, I guess do, I'm doing things that I may not have done before, like having more random conversations with people at the supermarket, yes. you know, because I guess, cause I'm missing that connection with friends and colleagues and that sort of thing. You have to do what you can. Like the only human interaction you get is like, with the checkout person when you're buying your groceries. I know. And it's like you just get to, you're even just looking at people in their eyes when you're walking past them now, there's like this greater sense of connection. You're not seeing half their face. So you can actually just through a glance, you know, like the smile lines, you're seeing more smile lines of people as they walk past, as yeah. they like sort of smiling at you. And I think the take home message is, even though, um, because I know your original question is like, how is this impacting us, you know, as human beings? And I've, exper- and I've expressed how it's impacted us on a six core human needs level. Now we need to find newer, better ways to meet those needs in a pandemic. It's all just about upskilling yourself or evolving during a pandemic to find a new, better way to still not to survive, mm. but to actually thrive. Because I believe you can still thrive in a pandemic. Okay. That's a big yeah. claim, Sean. Yes, it is a big claim and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what that looks like. If mm-hmm. we, because I know there's people out there thinking, how could I possibly grow and thrive in this environment where there are so many restrictions? Yeah, I hear you. So I want to make a disclaimer first. Okay. I know that this pandemic is wiping out a lot of people. Okay. So I'm not disputing that. And I, my heart goes out to everyone who has been affected directly by it around the world. Mm. Okay. To the average everyday person who hasn't been affected via, you know, death per se, this is the conversation I'm having with you right now. So if I look at it from this perspective, I own a business, okay? My business has always been one-on-one. I rely on people to come in and see me face-to-face. This pandemic has offered me the opportunity to get on Zoom and to do, um, you know, calls via the computer now, right? Which means that one day when this pandemic is over, please, please God, like in the next, say, yeah, hopefully, all right, um, I'll be able to travel around the world and do consults from an island somewhere. So it's actually been tested for me now. I know I can do even hypnosis online, which is fantastic. Um, I always wanted to get into doing workshops online, always wanted to, never had the time to, nothing like a pandemic than to make you kind of go, how else do I improve revenue? Okay, let's develop a webinar for people and get people in. So there's, there's definitely been a level of growth. And so I'd love people to look at their own lives and see how can they grow 
their businesses? How can they grow personally? And I mm. guess it's just about looking outside the square. I'm, I'm going to throw something at you. I'm assuming you've done something in your life right now to, to grow through the pandemic. I mean, I'm sure you've implemented a new routine or something that's kind of had you go, yeah, actually, this is new and different. I'd never have done that before. Well, it's made me set up a really great home office. Yeah. You know, I, really, I really love working from home now. Yeah. You know, it was before I was from a, working from a co-work space and each time I went, I had to pack up all my stuff and I would make my lunch and I would carry all my stuff over there and then I'd set up and it would then I'd go have a coffee and then I'd go to the bathroom and then by the time I sat down to work, I would it'd be like yep. an hour. Whereas now I wake up and boom, I'm... You know, I do my other morning things, of course, but when yeah. I sit down to work, I sit down to work and I'm extremely productive. And that's been, I mean, that's been a, a period of growth for me. So, Christina, now you know yourself to be someone who even during a pandemic can sort out a home office and become way more productive. Like you've literally just evolved even in that moment. You have grown. And so it's about mm -hmm. acknowledging that growth as well. Okay. So, Sean, when you were thinking about, you know, how can I grow? And for the people who are thinking, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do here. How, like, where do I start thinking about how to grow? Do you have some key questions that people can ask themselves to really think creatively about yeah. what they can do? Like write a list down, you know, like, you know, on one side of the page, like what's working for you? in your life right now what are you content with what's working for you and put that all down great that's a good place to start okay then look at your life and say what's not working for me on the other side of the page what's not working for me what's where's there room for growth okay and write that list down over there and then just go either because we're allowed out of the house for an hour okay so <laughs> go for a walk Change your state because it's so important before you embark on a conversation like this with yourself, you have to change your environment. So if you're stuck in a stuffy room, get up. If you've been crouching all day or sitting on a couch watching Netflix, get up, go for a walk, move your body because that releases all your happy hormones. And now you can start thinking, right. Right. So we've got to get into a good physical oh, state first yeah. before we can... You get into a better mental state. Okay. You never want to start something like this when you're feeling down or frustrated or just plain meh. Okay. You want to get into a good headspace. It could even just be turn on your favorite song and dance. Have a bit of a laugh at something. All right. Watch a funny prank video on YouTube and then get up and go for a walk. Just change your body language. Amy mm. Cuddy does a wonderful TED talk on how you, if you change your body language, you can change your psychology as well. So that's step number one, right? Get out there and now start thinking about it because all of the answers actually do exist within you, all right? So whilst you're walking or, you know, running and having a jog, think about cool ways that you can change things. And if nothing comes to you, think about someone who has innovated and grown their business or taken their lives to the next level and ask them what they did or what advice they could give you. So you don't always have to reinvent the wheel. In fact, don't ever reinvent the wheel. Just ask someone who's already done it and find out from them. So it's about modeling yourself off someone who's already give, been given that gift. Do you have any stories or examples of people that you know that have made yeah. this shift? Oh, well, it's really cool. So um, I've got a friend of mine, right, who works for a big company 
really enjoys his job, but at the same time has always wanted to be a business owner. And he's got it in his head that running a business is really difficult because his dad runs his own business and he's seen his dad grow you know, like just with lots of stresses and stuff. So he's yeah. got a story that running your own business is really hard work. I don't actually believe it to be hard, hard work. If you love what you do, all right, you've got to find something that you love and you're passionate about, right? So anyway, we're having this conversation just the other day and I said to him, get up, go for a walk and have a think about it. There will be an idea for you because he's like, I don't know what business to do. I have no idea. And I said, well, maybe you do actually know and it's something that you already feel passionate about that no one has to tell you to go and do. You just love it. You enjoy that particular thing. So off he went for a walk. Okay. And then later that day, I get a phone call from him and he's like, that stuff actually works, Shawnee. Like seriously, changing your state works. I've come up with a business idea. I can see how it can work. I am so excited about it. Now I just need to do some research. And I was like, boom, you just needed to get off your ass and go for a walk. <laughs> okay. So I yes. That. I find that the best ideas come to me when I'm like in the shower or <sighs> just going for a walk and not really trying. Yes. And it's that, it's that the oxygen and the blood is moving and it just helps you to think more clearly. Yeah, and finding yourself in nature is such a beautiful thing to do too because it clears the mind. And it's almost like the metaphor of, you know, even like you said, in a shower, you cleansing yourself. Water's flowing over you. Okay, we're made up of like 80% water anyway. So it just allows this flow of thoughts. And even being out and walking, this forward movement, it's a metaphor for like moving forward, right? So don't be sitting still unless that really works for you and you want to meditate on it because that works for people too. So just find your vibe. Whatever works for you, do that. Have you read any of Gabby Bernstein's books? I have not. Gabrielle Bernstein. I'm, I'm reading feeling her like book. I should though, yeah? Well, she's all about the universe and attracting good things to you and manifesting and that sort of thing. And she, her aim is like she makes, she tries to make spirituality accessible to, yeah. you know, to, to, to most people, for people who, you know, think it's all a bit woo-woo. And look, it is a little bit woo-woo. Um, Nothing wrong with woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some of it I'm like, yeah, and other parts of it I'm like, eh. But I'm reading a book called Super Attractor. One section that really resonated with me was she talks about how we tend to make um, the destination, if we're working towards something, we tend to say, oh, I'll be happy when yeah. I've completed this or when this happens. But then we are struggling and really pushing in that journey to get there. And she was saying that she – it was a number of years ago, she made the decision or she challenged herself to measure her success based on how much fun she was having oh, on the God. journey. I love this. So she was saying, you know, instead of saying, I will be happy, I will be joyful, I will have fun once, you know, I've lost five kilos or once I have this new job or once we're out of COVID, she said, she talks about practice having fun and creating joy in that process of, of getting there. I love it. And it, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like, you know, similar to what you're, well, what you're t talking about in terms of getting out there, getting into nature. It's actually like creating that open, joyful energy and space totally. to let these idea f ideas flow. I love what you just raised and that I'm going to read the book. It sounds wonderful, right? But um, a, one, a friend of mine once upon a time uh, had a definition of success that in order to be happy, she had to be, she was already 40 years old. She had to be married with kids, 
healthy relationship, having you know lived in a beautiful home. She had none of that. Okay, a single wow. girl living in an apartment, and she was feeling like an absolute failure. Mm. And there was this moment. I had this epiphany when I was chatting to her, and I just said, "What if we redefined your definition of success? What if success was actually just making one person smile?" every day, making someone laugh, doing something for somebody else. What if that was your new definition of success? And she wore that for a little bit. She was like, oh, actually, maybe, who knows, right? And I can tell you, this girl's life improved so much because she stopped being focused on what she didn't have and Mm -hmm. started focusing on what she could control and what she could do. Which leads us to that love and connection. You know, we've been talking about growth. Love and connection right now, doing something beautiful for a next door neighbor, um, reaching out to a loved one that you haven't spoken to. We can still use the telephone. We can still send text messages. Um, We may not physically be able to hug people right now, but man, oh man, we can do wonderful things for them. As I said, just getting this lovely treat today, being delivered to the house, made my day. I think it's worth reflecting on those human needs that you mentioned. Yeah. Because if we can create some certainty in our life, and that certainty could simply be like walk around the block every day so you're certain that you're going to do that exercise. You know, if you can create variety, if you can forge that love and connection, as you said, if we can contribute and do something nice for someone else, then we're actually still meeting our needs even with the restrictions. Yes. So that's essentially, that's the essence of today's talk Mm. is that you can still meet all those needs just in a different way during a pandemic. So safety and certainty is an illusion in life anyway. We're literally hairless apes floating on a rock, literally flying through space. (laughs) Let's not kid. What is safe? I'm sure, I'm sure the dinosaurs felt safe at some point too, right? Anyway, I'm not trying to instill more fear, but what I am saying is it is it is an illusion. So if you really want to feel the illusion of safety and certainty, have some faith in yourself. Believe that when your back's up against the wall, your best can come out. You can come out of this, all right? And if you don't want to have faith in just yourself, have faith in God. Have faith in the universe. Know that we are going to come out of this pandemic. It is going to end. Just like every season begins and ends and flows into another, we will literally move our way through this and we'll look back on 2020 and we'll go, wow, what a year that was. Was it a year of stagnation and fear or did I create it uh, did I create an opportunity for myself? You know, did I slow down? Did I start looking at my values and started thinking, how can I live my life more in line with the values that I want to be living in? Because very often we get caught up in the rat race of living according to society and what everyone told you you had to do. What better time than a pandemic to just sit back and go, wow, let's press reset And let's look at our lives again. So safety and security can come from just that slowing down and also building in some routine into your life. So yes, if you used to exercise every morning, go to the gym, get up at the same time now and just go for a walk instead. And if you used to love listening to music, still listen to your music, still chat to your friends. Don't change your routine. Don't become a sloth because that's going to lead to a state of anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. And I I love that whole reframing of a situation, you know, and focusing on, you know, what what can I control as opposed to saying, oh, no, I've lost this, I've lost that, I can't do this, I can't do that, going, well, what what can I do? You know, it's interesting, a friend of mine actually 
like she was diagnosed with a really rare form of bone cancer and she went into hospital and she was making videos every single day and posting them and she said I remember she said to me well Christina I've got cancer but you know what I'm going to make this the most fun cancer experience I possibly wow, can. Wow, I love this girl already. <laughs> like, wow, wow, wow. If you can't control having cancer, you can certainly control the way you um, behave and perceive the situation you're yeah. in. And I have no doubt that that will have some impact on her experience on this planet, you know, like she will feel way happier and more optimistic, which boosts your immune system too. So it's, it's a very empowering way to be. Um, Victor Frankl, a man's search for meaning. He was a neurologist or a psychologist, psychiatrist in uh, World War II in a concentration camp. And he survived the concentration camp where so many obviously did. And and he did because he found meaning in what he did and purpose. And he used his imagination to imagine what would I be doing once I'm out of this concentration camp? What impact could I make? And he had already started writing this manuscript, manuscript for his book. So not by any means making comparisons here, but who could we be and what can we do post this pandemic? Like how are we, it almost feels like we're being birthed, right? Like we're in the uterus right now this corona <laughs> uterus and we're going to be spat out at some point right and so who are we going to be and what will we have created so are you are you spending all your time sitting watching netflix and stan and all of those which is fine for a period of time or are you doing self-development and are you upgrading yourself even professionally are you learning a new skill because now is the perfect time if you have the time to do just that and if you're really busy at work and life is crazy at the moment, well, then I guess you're just going to have to take that time now to just breathe a little bit as well and know that this will come to an end. Isn't it interesting how people could be having such different experiences of the situation? Let's say someone's lost their job or business has slowed down and it's like, oh, I'm so worried. I'm so bored because nothing's happening. And then on the other hand, you've got people who are so busy. It's I'm so busy and overwhelmed. This is crazy. Yeah. And it's two opposite sides of the spectrum, but you're still having quite a negative experience of that. And I'm sure there'd be people out there who are saying, oh, I'm so envious of the people with jobs. I wish I was busy. And then there might be people with jobs who are going, oh, I wish that things slow down and I didn't have as Isn't much work on. Dr. Right? John D. Martini talks about this exactly, Christina. And it's about if how everything in life happens and we assign a meaning to it, but we also assign a positive or a negative meaning. So someone who's super busy is kind of a little bit jealous of the person who's slowed down because they're getting all this time, they've got freedom, okay, which would be great. But the busy person's earning more money and they're in an industry where there's growth, so they're financially better off. And the person who's like really slow, okay, is looking at the person making, you know, who's super busy going, oh my God, they're so lucky, right? But what they're not realizing is they've now got this beautiful time to actually yeah. reflect and improve on their lives. They could come out of this even stronger than the busier person because they've now upskilled themselves and learned something new. So there's pros and cons to everything in life, okay? It just depends. Are you going to choose to see it as a positive or are you going to choose, notice the word I use, choose, to see it as a negative, all right? It is a choice and that is your decision to be made. Love it. 
Well, that's a beautiful message to end on, Sean. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. I think this is just the boost that we all needed. Yeah. Hey, tell us tell us more about the online courses that you're running because I know this is something that you specialize in helping people with, yeah. right? So what I'm doing is I'm running a six-week course for people who really just want to boost their um, emotional mentality. They want to get some an inspiration. They want to change their old story of limiting beliefs into really positive beliefs, okay? So I teach people how to overcome anxiety and negative thinking and step into their power. Um, I even teach people how the person that they are right now in their life may not necessarily be the person that they were born to be, as weird as it sounds. So the people pleasers, the perfectionists, the yes, yes people. And it may just be who they thought they had to be in order to survive on this planet. But I get them to go back to their core. They're stuck, these 10 beautiful traits that we all have within us. So when you start living your life according to those traits, so much opens up. So there's lots of lessons, laughter, banter, and it's almost this beautiful journey that I take people on. And the feedback has been so beautiful. I'm so inspired. Like I'm loving it. I salivate at the idea of running these workshops. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's well, been there's, really There's your nice. love and connection and contribution oh, right there, Sean. It meets every single need. It's <laughs> so cool. Every need. It's like a needs <laughs> orgasm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And, and Sean, if people are interested in the course and connecting with you, where should they go? Uh, my website um, is www.seanresnick, S-H-A-U-N-R-E-S-N-I-K.com. Oh, by the way, it's really affordable as well. I've, I've made it affordable intentionally so everyone can have access to it. Cool. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on, hey? It's been beautiful. Isn't Sean Resnick awesome? Huge thank you to Sean for joining me on the show. I certainly felt like I had a bit of a lift or a boost after I spoke with him. Make sure you visit the show notes at thecmethod.com slash 275 for the books that we mentioned in there and also for how you can connect with Sean. As you mentioned, he is doing online consults and online workshops so you can participate no matter where you are in the world. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend or a colleague if you think they would also find it valuable. It's a great way to get the podcast out to more people. Thanks for spending some time with me today, Rockstar. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>